Well, babe, you're officially a mom. And you're officially a dad. <laughs> so my wife, Angela, is definitely my favorite blogger and YouTuber extraordinaire. And she's a pretty amazing wife, I must add. And my guess is that a lot of you may have seen my husband, Matt, on TV or in the movies. Wyatt from Timeless, Liam from 90210, anyone? Chicago from Pitch Perfect 3. I mean, he's bringing the sexy. All right, all right. So if you guys didn't know, Angela and I created a podcast called Hello Bump to chronicle our journey as expecting first-time parents. We really just started it for something for us to look back on, but we ended up really loving our weekly chat. Yeah, so much so that we couldn't stop there. I mean, now is the fun part, right? Now is the payoff for the nine months of pregnancy. Now is where our life begins. We have a brand new beautiful baby girl and we are so in love. And we want you guys to come on this new journey with us of figuring out, frankly, how to raise this little thing. We know it's going to be tough at times, but we also know the rewards are great. We're going to be chatting week to week about the joys and the struggles of learning how to do this parenting thing. I'm pretty sure we're going to mess up a lot. But from every mistake comes a lesson that we can pass on to you. So join us in this wild ride as we undertake our newest challenge, parenthood. Hello, Hello baby. baby. <laughs> Hello, baby. Episode number 36. I'm Matt Lanter. I'm Angela Lanter. I was going to introduce you, but you kind of jumped the gun. Did I just sound like sweaty balls just then? <laughs> I'm Matt Lanter. And I'm Angela Lanter. And we're going to be making some sweaty ball cookies. If you guys haven't seen that skit of SNL, like... You're missing out. It's like Alec Baldwin and Mary. Uh, I, I said Mary Catherine Gallagher. Anna Gasteyer <laughs> and Molly Shannon. Ah, uh, it's Molly Shannon. Um, and Alec Baldwin comes on and he's got his sweaty ball cookies, and oh my god, they were meatballs. <laughs> Maybe you're right. You might be right. Um, but they're they're radio hosts, but they they just talk like so. Well, they're like PBS. Ra <laughs> they're yeah, they're like PBS radio something hosts and it's a great skit it is a great skit which speaking of snl we turned it on last night and it was just not funny you know there's just it's just it does not compare to old school snl it just every doesn't. now and then snl has some good skits uh i just don't watch it anymore what's the girl that i really like with the alien encounters what's her name the blonde she looks like ellen degeneres oh kate uh, kate, kate mckinnon, McKinnon. Her skits with the alien encounters and Ryan Gosling are some of like the funniest, the the most golden moments of TV comedy history. Every now and it's then, hilarious. They knock it out of the park. Yeah, but when they do, those things usually end up viral because everyone's talking mm. about them. Ugh. So you don't really need to watch it. You just watch the headlines for the next day. Yeah, that's true. And if it was a really and then funny just Google skit, it or look it up on YouTube, basically. Yeah, it'll be on there. And if Ugh. it's not, probably not worth it. That's accurate. It's accurate. But uh, hey, speaking of other TV shows and, and current events going on, mm -hmm. it's uh, uh, Christmas is sort of in full force, full effect. Only on Hallmark. Nowhere else. <laughs> well, I'm saying it because we've already digested our first Christmas movie. Well, not entirely, but yes. Well, we have a little bit left. I yeah, asleep. we watched Christmas Joy on Saturday night. Which and I, I know the two actors, Daniel Panabaker and Matt Long. I've worked with both of them. Mm -hmm. really great people. Mm -hmm. So I was happy to turn that on. And, you know, usually the Hallmark thing, they're usually not my my cup of tea, 
But every now and then, it's nice to just sit back and watch, that watch a feel-good movie. Accurate. Like, anytime I put on an all-Hallmark Christmas movie, you're going to just, as long as I give you back scratches, you'll get down on it. Well, that's because you're giving me a back scratch. Right, but you'll totally watch it. You're not going to be like, meh. You're not going to do that. Well, I don't ever do that. I'll, I'm down for, to watch any movie. Okay. I don't care what genre it is or whatever, especially if I'm going to back scratch. Hello. <laughs> But I digress. Anyhow, um, should we play up this uh, music here? Cue it up. Cue it up. Cue it up. Cue it up. <laughs> All right. Play music right now. Hey, my, my jokes are better than yours. Play the music right now. Okay, guys, if you recall, one of our most recent episodes was about marriage, my favorite topic. And in it, Matt and I were talking about the importance of counseling and how much it just is something that we really believe in. And that's where this week's sponsor fits in. It's a marriage counseling app called Lasting. Lasting can help couples get their marriage back on track so you can build a lasting relationship. And it's so important because it's such a huge transition welcoming a new baby into your home. It can make such a, a difference because it's just, you know, you're getting thrown a curveball. So Lasting can help you guys connect, get back on the same page, and just create a loving environment to welcome that new little bundle of joy into. Yeah, I mean, it just helps you talk about things that maybe you don't really know how to talk about, mm-hmm. or you're just not sure how to bring up. I mean, maybe it's something to do with the sex life now that things have changed. I yeah. mean, it could be anything. Um, lasting also fits with your busy schedule. I mean, it takes five minutes to complete a session on the Lasting app. That's so cool. If you're long distance or you just have a busy schedule... Um, You can compare your session with your partner anytime via the app. Here's the thing. Marriage is hard. It's tough. It takes a lot of work. And what do you do when when something is tough? You got to put the work in. And that's where lasting can just really help. So I'm a big believer in counseling, and I think you guys should totally check it out. So it's free to download. Just go to iTunes Store today and download the Lasting app to take the free marriage health assessment. Hello Baby listeners can unlock the entire app and get your first month of Lasting Premium for just 99 cents by visiting getlasting.com slash baby and using the offer code baby. Again, you can always download the app for free, but you must visit getlasting.com. It's G-E-T-L-A-S. T-I-N-G dot com slash baby, B-A-B-Y, and use the offer code during checkout to get your first month for just 99 cents. And again, our offer code is baby, B-A-B-Y. Okay, we're back. Uh, I just want to address your jokes are not better than mine. I have very good jokes. Your dad jokes fall flat, babe. People love my dad jokes, and I get a kick out of them, and that's really all that matters. They fall flat. They fall flat. Angela, it's just, the problem is, is that you have to have a sense of humor. See, what had happened was. In order to understand them. <sighs> like your gourmet horse. <laughs> I said uh, I said a zebra is just a gourmet horse. Mm-hmm. That's a dad joke. On the, uh, we did a, we did a. Halloween werewolf. If you guys not have not seen this Halloween werewolf tutorial that, that Angela did on her YouTube, go over and check it out. It's we we had a good time. I'll just tell you that it's pretty funny. We had a good time. A it's lot just of a people peek into what like a normal conversation or, or or experience between the two of us is really like. People have said they've really been enjoying this video because it's funny. It's 
funny as all get out. It's pretty cool. We just had, we had a good time. We, we had did. a good time. So go over there. Go to and oh, YouTube.com slash Angela Lanter. It's probably going to be one of the more forefront videos. Well, this is going live tomorrow. So then there will be another video going up tomorrow. So there, it'll be my third video down. Well, either way, just search werewolf, what's, Angela what's, Lanter werewolf. What's so funny is that my mom and then Cece Crystal, who we talk about from time to time on the on the podcast here, <laughs> they were both in the room when we were doing it, and they could not keep it together. Like I, there were times where they actually had to leave the room because they were laughing so hard at you. It was it was great. It was great. We had fun. We did. We had a great time. Well, let's jump in here to what. I don't even know about this episode today. I here's the thing. I have a whole list of, of upcoming episodes and you just like threw this to me totally out of left field. And I sat down and you're like, this is what we're going to talk about today. The reason is because I think this is extremely important in today's society. I think that people are going to relate to this because we all face it. If we're parents, we all face these questions and concerns so that's why i want to talk about it it's a real thing angela i understand it's a real thing i just and don't have it, i don't have enough information to talk about it well i want i want to know your opinion okay well excuse me one second here. i'll try <clears throat> all right the hot button topic at hand here today that we're going to be talking about actually has a term did you know this no, I did not. It's called sharenting. Sharenting, huh? What do you think that? What do you think that's a combination of? Sharing and parenting. Correct. Was that like supposed to be a hard <laughs> question or? That was your Jeopardy question. Sharenting for four hundred, Alex. Gosh. And um, we all do this, you know, and and it it starts from the baby bump. Pia, mm-hmm. by the way, who were we talking to the other day? That said, when you start seeing baby bump pictures, they they sort of unfollow people. Who was that? I wasn't a part of that conversation. It must have been at work. Somebody at work. I'm not going to call anyone out. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. You know who it was? I think I do. They were telling me that on their Instagram feeds or Facebook feeds or whatever, as soon as they see the first baby bump picture, they unfollow. Really? Yeah. Why? I think they just don't want to see all the baby bump stuff. That's really sad. It's such a happy part of life. Well. Is this a male or a female? Well, I'm not even going to say that. Because if it's a male, I get it. But a female, I, I kind of don't get it. Because I like for me, but wait, even before I even had the thought of wanting to have a baby, like it just made me happy. It made me happy to see that somebody was going to enter into that next chapter of life. Well, here's what I will say. And, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, whatever, whatever they want to unfollow, fine. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. But what I will say is I do understand what this person is saying because some people get a little obsessive with it and they start posting all sorts of weird photos and belly painting shots. Yeah. See, I don't you know, do, all, I didn't do all that. Where the belly is a basketball and then the belly is a, is a world with mother nature holding it and the belly is a smiley face and the belly is a fox i didn't do any of that stuff <laughs> well i didn't even like consider having my belly painted painted who paint who does that do you go to an artist or is that something the husband does or do you do it yourself well or? i don't know let me let me just say though I, i'm not coming down on the belly paint thing i think some of it's pretty cool actually but i'm just saying i do understand what this person was saying 
They're saying once once the belly pictures start, you know every single post is going to be your bump date or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and and they don't want to see it. Having gone through that myself, I don't mind either. That's my personal opinion, but whatever. To each their own. Even though when we weren't even in that phase of life and one of our somebody that we knew had gotten pregnant, I can't imagine you unfollowing them because of that. Yeah. But you know what? There, I feel like there's some pictures that just irritate individuals. Like certain pictures just irritate people. Like my sister, I remember her telling me that people, when they post their legs at the beach, you you know what photo I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. It's the old hot dog leg shot. Like, are they hot dogs or are they your legs? Yeah. At the beach or your toes in, in the sand photo. I know that she used to get annoyed at that at those photos that people would post. Yeah. Because when someone takes a beach vacation, you rest assured they're going to be posting that photo just about every day. I have I have quirks too about things that I don't like to see on my Instagram. What are your quirks? Well, I've actually hidden you know certain things from my or accounts from my feed just because I didn't want to have to see them okay. all the time. Okay. Do tell. Like bad quality photos, which I mean, I know that my photos aren't great. <laughs> bad quality. I can't help Angela, it. Angela hates a low light photo. Yeah. No, just because like it's just it's it's there's just no reason to like iPhones take great photos and there's just no reason for stupid photos. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. And I don't like I don't like to see like messy pictures of, of your plate of food. Like oh, I like okay. I like to see like a beautiful plate of food and I like to see what people are eating and under and get ideas and stuff like that. But I don't like when it's messy. What was the whole thing recently? It's just happened in the last year where uh, it's becoming illegal or restaurants will not let you take photos of the food in the I've restaurant. I've never heard of that. That's you and your Yahoo readings. No, no, I do. Yeah, I, I read these headlines. No, uh, re- there were certain restaurants that were barring people from taking photos. And I, I haven't what, heard that. I don't know what they were going to do. What are they going to do? Kick them out for trying to take a photo of the food that they just ordered before they've paid? That makes no sense. But yeah, it started to become a thing. I will say it is annoying. As a husband of a influencer who takes photos of stuff, you're not terrible at it. I really don't even remember to take much pictures when we're out to eat or whatever. No. I like to take pictures of food that I make because yes. I like to share recipes. See, I, I like that. I like when people share recipes and stuff like that. But I'm nosy. You know that people, you know, food will come, get set on the table, and then, you know, whoever, they got to take the perfect picture of the food and the right angle and the right setup. And by the time that you're the significant other, you're, you're stinking food is cold. Yeah, that's true. I also get really irked when people are just constantly showing off their body. I know. Sorry. Really? Like people that work out a lot? Like just in general. Like, you I mean like, I, like, like, like hope pictures? Kind of. <laughs> but just in general, like a lot of, obviously I follow a lot of influencers because that's who my friends are. Mm-hmm. But there's just certain ones that just have just like gone just off the deep end with like. Well, you're talking about like a sexual photo. Yes. Like, like it just seems desperate is what yes, you're saying. Yes, it seems so thirsty. And I'm just like, who are you trying to attract? Like, are you trying to attract men? And then what is that going to do for your brand? I'm just going on a tangent now. Yeah, well, we're sort of digressing yeah. from what we came yeah, here to talk sorry. about anyway. Sorry. So what what I really came to talk about is sharenting and, and the amount of posts or not even the amount, but just the, the the fact that you post your kids on social media. Yeah. Or your babies, your toddlers. And 
this is something I've been thinking a lot about. And honestly, I'm guilty of it. You're guilty of it. I think we're all guilty of it. We've done it. But I do think about this. I don't like posting pictures of my kid. Every time I do it, I think about it. Now, sometimes it gets the best of me because she's so stinking cute. I just have to post it. But this is the thing. This is the problem. You think your kid is so cute. You got to post it. You want people to see it. And and you think you can bring a little joy to someone's life or whatever. <laughs> and, and you're proud. So you post. But is there a damaging side of this thing? And I am thinking about this more and more and more. And I'm not sure. And I don't know the answer. And I don't know what the right solution is. I mean... I think the right ultimate solution is just to not post. But is that a realistic solution this day and age? I don't really know. Probably not. I I disagree with you only because so we're not we're not the the level of celebrity where we have you know people sleeping out on our front lawn trying to get pictures like paparazzi. That's not what we're dealing with here. What we are dealing with is the ability to choose what photos we want to post. And in what capacity, how often, whatever. I just feel like it's different when it's somebody else who's taking these pictures and like invading your privacy. And because we're, we're able to choose what we want to do. And I just feel like it's different, you know? Well, let me counter that by saying, you're saying, well, we're not at the level where we have pop. Well, we might be. We don't know. The reason is because you know how this weird Things town works. Well, how, how this town works. I mean, I, I could book any kind of a, a job that, makes me you know the next franchise face of the you just you never know yeah so that could change now let's just say that changes and now all these pictures are already out there so to to that point i've already sort of like shot that that your argument down but at that point then, then you would stop then then at that point we have we have a different conversation to be had at that point but where we're at currently, I just feel like we are in complete control about what, how much we want to release and how much we want to show of our lives and everything like that. And I don't know. I feel like we're in a very unique situation because of sharing our pregnancy and, and this whole experience, too. It's like it's just been different. Well, so I want to talk about. And also, I, I think of people like Jessica Alba, who I, I follow her on Instagram, and she literally just like a day ago posted a picture, like multiple pictures of all of her children. And, you know, close up and their different costumes and stuff like that. And I'm just like, like, you, you kind of don't get much bigger than Jessica Alba. You know what I mean? And here she is posting pictures of her children. Well, that's great for her. No judgment. But just because Jessica Alba does it, does that mean you need to do it? All right, dad. No, no I'm just, I mean, I'm just I'm saying just, all this stuff. I'm, I'm just making a point that she is somebody who would fall under that category of, you know, somebody who's paparazzi like crazy and she still does choose to release photos on her no, own terms. I know you're making a point, but that's why we're talking about this is we're talking about the good and the bad. And is it right? Just because she's Jessica Howard doesn't mean she's right. Right. Doesn't mean she's wrong. I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just saying maybe, maybe she hasn't thought about this hundred percent through. I don't know. So well, let's talk about it then. What are some of the positives? And then of course, let's talk about some negatives. Some of the positives I would say are you get to share your experience. You get to in inform or educate others. I mean, in this scenario that we're doing, P 
people have followed us through your pregnancy, I think. Mm-hmm. And and I, we've had a lot of great feedback and, and a lot of like moms and young dads and have shared their story and um, learned from our podcast and uh, your social media and your blog and your willingness to talk about things going on with your body and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I feel like we've really helped a lot of people in a lot of ways. Um, let's see. Another one is your family gets to be sort of a part of what's going on. You know, now that families live all, or I should say, you know, family members, people that are related live all over, which probably really wasn't the case 50 years ago. You know, people tended to stay closer at home. But now, how else are you going to share your life with like my sister in Texas or my mom, things like that? You know, social media allows you to just stay in touch with each other and, and, and see what's going on and feel like you're a part of their life and, you know, so on and so forth. So that's a positive. What are some other positives? I mean, that was really a big one for me. Well, to me, I mean, sharing your children on a private Facebook page or a private Instagram page or whatever, I just feel like that's not really truly sharing them on social media if it's private. Is it really private though? I mean, it's going on the internet. Yes. Is it ever really private? I don't know. I have plenty of things on my private Facebook page that have never seen the light of day outside of that. So I think it is. But they could one day. Possibly, but I could also delete them. Are they truly deleted? I don't know. Are I mean, like, I don't know. I, well, now we're just talking about the inner workings of Facebook. And Are you like a conspiracy theorist right now? No, I'm just talking about this subject. And these are things that I think we need to think about. What? I just like, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's why we're talking about it. I want you to be aware of all this stuff. And I feel like we really need to like kind of come up with a game plan. Because I don't have a game plan. Well, I don't have any other, anything else to add to that because those are, those are my points as to what the positives would be. Um, okay, let's see. What are some other positives though? There's got to be some more. Um, the entire point of, of you sharing anything on social media is to inspire somebody or to make them feel better about something unless you're an a-hole and you want to get on and like troll people. Like the whole point is that you want to you want to inspire people and you want to make them smile and have a good day. So that's like, and especially when it's a cute baby. I mean, think about it, or a cute kid. Mm-hmm. That's it's all for positive reasons like that. Um, a, another positive is that you're documenting. Yeah, it's like a, di- a diary. It's like a, a diary. photo diary. Yeah, and then I mean, like if you're gonna make the the claim about like Facebook, like is everything is it ever truly safe? Well, then what about iCloud and like all of the stuff that you're saving your pictures to on your phone? Like true. It's the same thing. I mean, look at all of these actresses who's have who's ha- who have had their clouds hacked mm-hmm. and their sexual stuff like put out into the universe. Like mm-hmm. it's like is anything safe? Is anything safe that's on your computer? I don't know. It's I yeah, I don't know. It's a good point. Quick time out to give a big shout out to our second sponsor of today's episode, Away Luggage. We have been using Away Luggage for a little while now. We actually just went to Whistler a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and used it. And Angela and I, we love the Away Luggage. 
it's just high quality materials, mm-hmm. lower price compared to other brands. They cut out the middleman. They sell directly to you. You can choose from four colors and sizes, uh, the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium or the large. They are all made with a premium German polycarbonate. So it's unrivaled in strength and impact resistant. They've got four uh, 360 degree spinner wheels, which I think is a must when you're traveling yes. anymore. Just, yes. You can't get around that. <laughs> uh, the interior features a patent pending compression system. It's helpful for overpackers. Mm-hmm. I actually tend to be an overpacker. Not like me, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a, wa- a washable laundry bag that keeps dirty clothes separate from cl- from clean clothes. Um, That's another important feature for me. I cannot stand to mix dirty and clean. You're very adamant about yes. your OCD clean, about it. Yeah. Your clean versus. Dirty yes, clothes. That just grosses me out so bad. <laughs> They've got a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it or they'll replace so it. So good. They even have a hundred day trial. You can use it for a hundred days. And if you don't like it, if you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Also, free shipping on any away order within the lower 48 states. And let me just also mention one of my because I'm a tech geek, one of the yeah. coolest features for me is there's a built-in charger. I think that's so cool. It's built into the suitcase. It's like this little, I don't know if it's a lithium ion or what kind of battery it is actually, but it's a charger built right in. I mean, how often are you sitting there at the airport? Yep. Maybe you're stuck in a layover. You can't find an outlet. You have no way to charge your phone. Or they're all being used. They're they're all being used. used. That always happens to me. So this just takes that stress out that I know that my phone's not going to die on a layover and I'm going to be freaking out because I have no connection to the outside world, it feels like. Yep. And I can just charge it right there. Yep. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash baby and use the promo code baby during checkout. Again, that's $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com slash baby and use the promo code baby during checkout. Uh, so clearly I'm in the camp of being more skeptical you're like that with everything though you're always the realist and i'm always the the positive one well i just think there's a lot unless of... it comes to us moving somewhere then roles get reversed that's the <laughs> only time <laughs> otherwise you're you're the debbie downer and i'm the upbeat betty well okay well since obviously i want to talk about the negatives okay and and this is a hot button issue i, I started googling this stuff there's a lot of articles about things, a lot of articles about, about parenting and sharing on social media. And is it okay to post your photos of your kids and when and where and how, you know, how often and blah, blah, blah. Can I give you, I want to read you a, a, a quote. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is from a Huffington Post article. Pretty legit site. Um, the quote is, it's from, this is from a, a Dr. Kirsty Goodwin, wrote this on her blog, Raising Your Child in a Digital World. The quote is, it has been suggested that 50% of images shared on pedophile sites have been taken from parents' social media sites. We lose full control of where our kids' photos end up when we share them online. I don't know if that's like, I don't know. I mean, like, there's just so much, like, graphic sexual content out there that I just can't imagine that a pedophilia, pedophiliac would even care about. A pedophile? Pedophile. <laughs> shows you how much what experience. What is that, a medical condition? Shows you how much experience I have with pedophiles. But, like, 
you're looking at a picture of Kim Kardashian and she like looks very sexual right now with her kids. Like, of course, that's something that would fall into that camp. But if you're talking about a cute kid that's fully clothed, I can't imagine that that's something that's going to truly like trigger a, a, a pedophile's website that I'm going to pick this up and put this on here. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I and well, I could be wrong, but I mean, like they're the photo that you're looking at right now. I can understand why somebody would take that. Okay. First of all, you're, you don't have the same brain makeup as a pedophile. So I don't think that you were, I, the Lord, I don't. Well, right. I don't think that we can begin to try to like understand what photos they might like and what they might not like. Yeah, you know I what I mean? That's true. Number two, I'm, we're looking at a photo here of Kim Kardashian. She's on the floor. She's kind of got her kids like laying on her stomach. She's wearing like a little like a crop top. And short shorts. And short shorts. No judgment here. Her kids are wearing short shorts too, or one kid is. Well, the, and, and they, this, this, uh, truly, I actually, I don't think this picture is bad at all. I really don't. It's not a bad picture, but that's, that's something that I could see would tr possibly trigger somebody if they have something wrong mentally with them. Because anybody who's a, a pedophile. Why? Because, pedophile because has Kim something has, mentally wrong with them. Because Kim does not have. Yes, because she's. You know, she's got a tube top on and she's bearing her midriff. And a pedophile's interested in Kim Kardashian. It depends if a pedophile's got a weird fetish with her with a mother-child situation scenario. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, they, they're, they were posting this picture just as a, you know, because Kim Kardashian, obviously, 120 million followers. I mean, it's ridiculous. She's got tons and tons. And, uh, you know, she does post photos of her kids. I don't follow her. But I, I do know, you know, clearly she's posting photos of her kids and they're they're toddler or young kids, I guess. And um, so they're just sort of using her as an example. But Kim Kardashian, she has it says she has spoken about her fears that her children will be bullied on social media. Uh, Everyone has a brand these days, even kids. They are the future brand. You have to be careful about protecting that brand and what images you're putting out there. <sighs> Look, I, I have seen over the last couple of weeks multiple ch child bloggers. And I just think that that is like, Child bloggers? Yes. I'm not making this up. Like under 10 years old, these parents are running their accounts for them and these kids are actual bloggers. And it is just like so beyond anything that like a child should be doing. Like <laughs> we grew up playing outside and, and doing things. And these kids are dressed in like Gucci from head to toe. And they're, they're like linking every single thing that they're wearing. And they're like doing styled photo shoots with their siblings. And it's just like way to, that's this one way to really grow your child up very fast, too fast, you know? Well, this same article actually is talking about um, the how fake social media is and what kind of message are you sending to your kid? You know, yeah. once they start to get old enough to realize what social media is and like, yeah, Oh, sure. it's a picture that you don't post like terrible, awful, like vulnerable moments. You, we tend to post the high moments, the good moments, the, the picture worthy moments. And, and, and part of it's all another reason for, you know, not including your kids and stuff in, in social media is just like protecting them from the, the, falseness of it all mm -hmm. um, I have maybe a not so popular opinion but I personally think that anybody under the age of 18 if they are going to be on social media 
that A, their parents need to have full access to everything that they're doing. B, the parents need to be watching what they're doing and C, their pages should all be private. I just don't think that, I mean, cause think about it. Think about these girls who are in high school who probably post pictures in their short shorts and their bikinis and stuff like that. And it's public. And like, that's what I'm talking about. That's going to get in the wrong, the hands of somebody who's like totally going to do the wrong well, stuff with that. I don't even think it's teenage girls or whatever. I mean, I think it's like little tiny I understand kids. that. I think it's babies. Honestly, I've been thinking about it more and more. It freaks me out. We have a cute kid. We have a cute little 10 month old girl. Like I morbidly have thought about stuff like that. Like there are some weird people that are mentally ill yeah there are and it really scares me another big thing that um gosh i don't even know what article i was looking at now they were saying if you choose to do this please be careful about checking in to places Mm -hmm. because that just gives whoever total access i've I've also been thinking a lot lately about like i don't even want to say it but like kidnapping and stuff like that ransoms yeah i mean that's crazy, stupid stuff could happen. I never tag a location of where we're at well, on social either. media until after we've left there. I never, I don't even know how to do that. Like for think. instance, in Whistler, like when we were in Whistler, I, I like, obviously I, I said we were in Whistler, but I didn't tag where we stayed or where we were anywhere until after we had left there. Yeah. That's just a safety precaution for me personally. Um. It, <laughs> There's another article that I want to I want to talk about. It's actually 15 reasons to think twice before posting baby pics on social media. This is on a website called babygaga.com. Um article this is from 2017. You want me to you want me to count down? Count down what? There's 15 reasons. I don't think you need to like read all of these because anybody who wants to read it can get on the website and look at it themselves. Okay, fine. Well, I'll, I'll go over the, the, the reasons, but we don't have to go into explaining every one then. Okay. I feel like Angela's very unhappy with me right now. I just, I don't like this topic. Why? Can you tell? Because you're guilty of it. Because I just, it, it's like life is so short. We have a, a beautiful daughter and I'm I'm proud of her and I, I want to be able to share her and I just... It just feels really terrible it, to me. It feels icky. No, it feels terrible to me that like that we are, you know, that there's reasons to shut it down. And it's just like, I don't even want to think about it. Well, I, but is that being, I mean, is that smart? You're, you're just like turning a blind eye to it. I don't think we can. I mean, maybe, this day and maybe age. it would be a blind eye if that we had reason to be worried, but nothing has happened. Babe. You can't say nothing has happened. What, what are you expecting to happen? Listen, I get creeps on my on my Instagram all the time, but they're creeps over stuff like my feet. But what you're saying, yeah, but what you're saying is nothing has happened. Well, what do we do? Wait until something happens to think about it? I don't know. I don't know. No, I, look, it's not fun to talk about because it's, it's very real. This is not really like a fun podcast, but I don't know. Um, number 15. Fake moms creep online. What? I don't know. People go and like post comments that are faking that they're moms. <laughs> That's funny. It's a real trend. It's termed baby role play or kid role play. It's like the stolen valor thing. What's not normal is or natural is stalking other women online and posing as the mother to their children. 
What? I don't get it. So these people are leaving comments as the baby mm, or as the mother. I don't I, I don't know. Uh really weird though. Um 14 sanctimamis, that's a word. Sanctimamis? Sanctimamis will judge you. That's the story of my life. Well, this is just just mom judgment. It's mom shaming is what it mom is. Mom shaming, yeah. And it's very real and I get it all the time on social media. But I personally think that that's helped me be a more secure person because it's like every time I come up against something, you see it like it like eats me up. I don't handle criticism well. So you're inviting you're inviting mom shaming and criticism by posting photos. Here's the thing. I get credit. I'm going to get criticism regardless. And so are you. That's social media. I know we are. But the mom shaming has only happened over really stupid stuff. Like I got mom shamed because I gave McKinley a bottle of breast milk instead of breastfeeding her don't you remember like Mm -hmm. a bunch of like really like intense breastfeeding mothers came on just like tore me a new one because of me talking about giving her breast milk in a bottle like if that's really the worst that i'm doing then i'm doing pretty good number 13 child child protective services does check social media that's scary why is that scary? That's a good thing. Well, because this is saying improper car seat usage, um, a picture that shows a messy house uh, could be interpreted as neglect. Um, posing a baby with like a, a beer. Look, when I was doing SIU for insurance, which is special investigations, we used uh, social media all the time to crack cases and to catch people in fraud. Right. So they're saying that, you know, these they could take these photos that maybe it's an off day. Maybe your house is just not clean that day. And then all of a sudden say you were an unfit parent and they live in a in a, in a uh, neglected state. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that I could happen know. based off of word of mouth even. It could. I'm just this is an article about reasons not to post. Uh, number 12, showing the goods online. I mean, clearly this is a pretty, pretty, pretty obvious one. You know, showing a nude booty or worse and then of course that person is going to grow up uh this little baby gave you no permission to do that oh, is it is it is it right of you to put their butt on the internet uh, do you realize that kids nowadays are the first generation to grow up in a pure social media world mm-hmm. you know 10 years ago five years ago um these babies could have never been put online um, in the way that they are now. Mm-hmm. I mean, these these our kids now. They're gonna grow up, and they're literally gonna have their entire life documented, which could be a good thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or I think it is. I think it's a great it, thing personally. It could, it could be. I would actually love to. I don't. I would love to see more baby pictures of myself and have more videos and stuff. I don't know that we have. You don't have a, hardly a any of pictures of yourself. Well, back in the eighties. Back in the 80s, I mean, I guess it's just harder, you know, to take photos and video and all that stuff. Here's the thing. I have a picture that my mom took of me with a hairbrush sticking out of my butt when I was probably McKinley's age. Like, my butt cheeks were holding up the, the hairbrush. Do you see? Like, I'm highly offended that there's that photo of me. Look, you know what I mean? You're not. But and that some, everybody in my life has seen that photo at some point. You're not, but some people might. I had a picture of me taken when I was probably eight years old and I was like naked standing in front of the refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. (laughs) 
And uh, it doesn't bother me. It's whatever. I think it's funny. But you should actually post that on social media. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's it'd get, hilarious. It'd get flagged. You just put a little sticker on front of your butt. People would use it like child porn. Are you kidding me? They just cover your butt with a sticker, like a little peach emoji. I guess so. See, this is the whole thing. You're, I'm thinking more about like the weirdos. You're but not. That's, that's you. You're an adult now. But that, I was a kid then. Uh, number 11. BFs, BFFs with baby? Maybe not? I, what is this? I don't understand what this is saying. Oh, this is interesting. So let's just say, for example, a mom posts pictures or a post, and you've done this too, about postpartum depression. Let's just say that, struggling with depression. Well, while it's helpful for other moms, and maybe even, what's the word, cathartic to you to post about it maybe, what if that baby grows up, that kid grows up, sees these posts and and thinks as a child or an older child, or a young adult and thinks, was I the reason my mom was going through depression? Oh, gosh. Why do you say that? World's tiniest violin. Are you being serious? Because that would be literally every single mother. I, I think that every mom, to a certain extent, goes through a, a, at least a little bit of postpartum depression. And if connecting with other mothers is what helps bring her out of it, then that's what needs to happen. Like, that's just ridiculous. My mom has always been open with me about her postpartum and how down in the dumps she got. And you know what? I'm so glad she was. And I never once thought, man, I I feel so bad that I did that to her. But I thought, man, I know what to look out for for myself. Well, you have a good take on it, but maybe not everyone would. I don't know. This, uh, the, the holy victimization, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Look, I don't disagree with you on a lot of these. Uh, these are pretty, some of them are like, okay, but we're just going over them. Number 10, consider the baby's future career. This sort of goes into the same as like posting a, a, a naked photo of your baby. I mean, it's saying, well, would a potential employer do an online search for their name and then see like a potty training picture of them as a baby? Uh, and will it affect their opinion of, of that person? I think that's kind of silly. If they did find it, uh, what employer is going to judge a person's performance in their job based off of a photo of them before they were even able to snap a picture of themselves? I don't know, baby. You and I wouldn't, but there's a lot of people that just don't, they don't have, it is stupid. Nobody's going to do that. And not to mention like that goes against like probably so many different laws. Think about it. You know what? I think we have race laws. I think we have gender laws now. I don't think we have laws basing whether you want to hire someone on a baby picture that they found on the no, internet. No, but there's gotta be, there would be something to fight yet. that somewhere. There would be something, they would fall under some kind of category of some sort. Uh, maybe. But look, again, you think pretty clearly. You're a pretty, quote, normal thinker. Um, some other people are not. All right. Number nine, watch out for internet weirdos. I don't even think we have to go into no, it. We've kind I mean, of already gone into here's it. Here's the thing about that. Watch out for your freaking neighborhood weirdos. Like go put your your address in the website, whatever it is that you can go and see no, where the registered sex, sex offenders it's are. It's really scary. It's so scary. But like here we are worrying about people who's potentially going to see a photo of our baby. But in reality, you could be living next door to somebody who's registered. Well, that's true. I think you should do your diligence. And what's even worse 
don't even get me started. What's even worse is in the freaking city of Los Angeles that you don't have to be registered sex offender to an address if you are living in your vehicle. If you are in your vehicle and you are a registered sex offender, you could live on any street and nobody's going to know that that person living in that vehicle is registered. You could park registered. in front of a school. No, they, they have... I mean, if they get caught, they're going to get in trouble because they have certain rules about being so many feet away from schools, but they can be in a neighborhood sleeping in front of a house full of 10 kids and doing Lord knows what, watching them all day long and be registered. And nobody in that neighborhood could even have any sort of idea. It's awful. That's so scary. It is scary. I'm much more concerned with that than I am about some weirdo on the internet. Well, but you're saying a weirdo on the internet, but that weirdo on the internet might be in San Diego and that weirdo on the internet might drive up here to find you or our kid that's why that's why i'm talking possibly but you know i have bigger fish to fry number eight friends of friends have access uh this one is sort of saying like okay so you think you're sharing it to a, a closed group you think you're sharing it to a closed facebook group with your grandma your mom your in in, in your family members but your grandma's friends other grandmas can have access to it or see it, the repost. And then those grandmas, because grandmas can't resist a good baby picture, all of a sudden you got 200 grandmas seen in your photo. Got it? Yeah, I'm, I'm not impressed. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Number seven, save the drama for another mama. Um, What is this even saying? talking about estranged family members or exes in the past uh i think we can move past that that's stupid number six no such thing as an ugly baby (laughs) this is just saying what if it's an ugly baby you think it's cute it's your baby but it might be ugly you can avoid mean comments because you know some people that don't know you are pretty uh mean uh also saying people uh, might not appreciate the cuteness of a runny nose or a face full of feud, a food that you think is cute. Number five, this sort of falls into the internet weirdos, is kidnapping is a real risk. Uh, this is the one that says hold off from checking in anywhere. Um, if you, Especially if you have like same routines and things like that. Just don't do it. Um, we got to keep the little ones safe. Number four, childless friends feel resentment. I could see that, you know, especially if you got friends that are trying and can't have a kid, you know, they might Okay, well, get tired of it. I get that, but you can also hide people now on Instagram and on Facebook. If you don't want to, you can mute their, mm-hmm. their posts and yeah. their stories, which I do. And I'm not ashamed to say it, but if somebody's getting on my nerves, I'm going to mute their stuff so I don't have to look at it. And if somebody, if you can't handle somebody, what they're posting, whether it's something, you know, that they're eating and you're on a diet or whatever it is, then mute them. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Uh, number three, bereaved mom safe places. Unfortunately, this is very sad, but it does fall sort of in that same category. You can mute someone if you don't want to see it. Uh, but it is saying if someone's recently suffered a miscarriage, you might want to hold off on sharing a, a slew of newborn pictures until their pain is a little less raw. You know, unfortunately, you can't control you can't uh, well that's not that's not the word you can't be responsible for other people's pain i mean if it's an obvious one sure you know maybe not or if it's your sister or whatever but 
but you can't help this. The, the, the bad things are going to happen to a lot of people all the time. And uh, I, I don't know. It, it could depend on their outlook too. Maybe they want to see a, a healthy newborn. Uh, maybe it would bring them joy. I don't know. I don't tech, I don't really agree with that one necessarily, but uh, I get it. I get why they're saying it. Number two, digital means forever. <laughs> There's a picture of a little baby boy holding a sign that says, I fart like a grown man. <laughs> uh, clearly, I don't even think we need to say it. These pictures on the internet last forever. So uh, maybe you don't want that of yourself online when you're you're 18 years old. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> another one. This is a pretty sad one, a sad reason to not post something online. It says, number one, does the DNA lie? In other words... If you want to avoid drama of people possibly picking apart your baby and wondering if it's from a different man, then don't post pictures online because you're bringing it upon yourself that others are going to question your baby daddy and uh, possibly exes are going to question whose baby is that. I mean, I question people's babies that I know in real life sometimes. Just saying. Well, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. People are going to pick apart that baby's looks, tell you who or she or he looks uh, more like. They might point out facial features, uh, you know, mother-in-laws or something might point out, uh, you know, oh, you got this feature from, you know, the XYZ. other. Yeah, XYZ or the other person. And that's not in my family. And that big nose doesn't run in my family and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's... uh. I thought that was an interesting article. You're you're not into it. No, I see you're on Instagram right now. I'm just actually. looking at their Halloween costume because there's the Kardashians. Not much left to be to, you know, to wonder about there. You're talking about the Kardashians. Yeah, their Halloween costume this year. I'm I'm seeing this right here for the first time. Yowza. Okay. Well, uh, what do you think, guys, out there in in the podcast realm? Uh, leave us some feedback on uh, at Hello Baby Podcast on Instagram. D slide into our DMs. I, I have a final thought. Okay, I um, want to hear it because this is about this is about like the teens and preteens that I was talking about. That I think that parents should be monitoring them more closely. And if you're listening to this and you are a parent of a a tween or a teen and you do monitor them, good for you. Like mad props because the reason I say that is nine times out of ten, whenever I myself or a lot of times even that gets a truly nasty comment on social media. It's about an 11, it's from about an 11 year old child. Uh, a lot of times it's the 11 year old girl. And so many times I want to respond and say, where's your mom? And whenever I do respond to them and say something back to them, because they're, I mean, like, it'll be something very nasty that using words that I didn't even know existed when I was that age. And their response always will be, they'll delete it. And then they'll respond back and say, oh, I didn't think you'd see my comment. So it's just like they're they're so hungry for attention. So if I, I just think that if they were if kids were parented a little bit better, and not all kids, but certain kids were parented a little bit better on social media, this, you know, it could be a better, happier all around place. Um, that's, you know, that's I'm not saying that for everybody because there is a lot of truly negative adults out there. But I just have that two cents to add about specifically tweens and teens on social media. I just think they need to be monitored by parents. So, okay. Uh, just to wrap this up here, are you, uh, are you going to do anything differently? Or are you going to go on doing what you do? 
I don't know. I think that's a deeper conversation between you and I. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I have a really hard time just like completely not showing McKinley ever again on social media because sure. we have shared our entire experience. I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel very blessed. I Here I was being told the month before I got pregnant, I couldn't even have a baby. And then God gives us this baby. And I feel like she's just been such a blessing to us and to everybody in our family. And then I just have had so many women reach out to me that have found me through the podcast. Just alone this weekend, I opened this Facebook group that's a private Facebook group um, for my followers. And so many women have found me because of this podcast. And it's just like, they've been along on this journey and it's, I, they feel like they're, you're in my friends and they, they're, they're part of our lives. And so it just feels weird to like back out now, you know, like it just feels, I don't know. Well, I'm not saying that we should or that you need to, but I think it's worth thinking about. And I'm not, I don't mean like think about backing out cold turkey, never post a photo again. But I think, I just think it's worth maybe a, a bigger conversation. Um, because it's not too late. She's only, she's 10 months old. Mm -hmm. There's years and years where we could be more careful mm -hmm. about what we do and how we post and whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's not too late. Anyhow, we do want to hear from you guys. Like I said, so shoot us a DM over at Hello Baby Podcast uh, or on Twitter, Hello Baby Pod. Uh, go over and follow myself and Angela. It's at Matt Lanter, at Angela Lanter on uh, both social media, Twitter and, uh, and um, Instagram. And uh, let us know how you feel. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love all of our listeners, and um, we don't care how you found us, but we're glad you're here. So, uh, oh, by the way, go over to iTunes, rate us, review us. We would really love that. Leave us a great comment. We do read those. Please subscribe. Yeah, and subscribe. So when we uh, publish the episode, you get it right away. Anyhow, I don't really think there's anything left to say. Um, no, I'm, yeah. I'm actually quite ready for bed at this point. <laughs> all right, well, let's go to bed. We hope you guys all enjoy your day, your evening, your afternoon, wherever or whenever you're listening, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye, guys.